0: Strike action which resumed yesterday following failed attempts to end their dispute with SAPS management. 1011 operators have indicated that they've sought intervention from government and that effort yielded no results. The countrywide strike action was temporarily suspended mid-July as both parties attempted to find a mutual resolution. As SAPU's General Secretary Oscar Skumere explains. We are
1: going to intensify uh, the strike as well by bringing a federation by bringing other members who are not part of the strike and they are not part of the central One at the moment and trying to engage to bring that uh, support uh, moving forward as to for how long we, we 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 can't tell but what we can tell is that uh, we have written a letter to subs management informing them that we have lost hope in the whole. Uh, Set up, and then we have also issued a secondary uh, strike notice.
0: And that was General Secretary of the South African uh, Policing Union, SAPU Oscar Skemere. And for more on this, we join now by SAPS spokesperson Brigadier Vishnu Naidu. Thanks for your time this morning.
1: Uh, very good morning, Sakina. Thank you for the opportunity.
0: Brigadier Naidu, so what exactly has led to the breakdown in uh, the talks? Because it seemed as though you guys were going to try by all means to find a solution and now dead end once again. So what led to the latest breakdown?
1: Well, of course, you know, the demands that were placed on the organization or the management uh, couldn't really be met. You know, we were trying to meet uh, the demands half, halfway but uh, clearly, this wasn't to the satisfaction of the union. But uh, the negotiations are not closed. Uh, you know, we still uh, remain committed to the negotiation process. But of course, the union uh, has chosen now to um, to reembark on this uh, on this protest action and the strike, and uh, we would have to deal with it uh, this part of the, you know the, the process uh, in a way that we've dealt with it before when the union embarked on the strike.
0: Which demands are you finding difficult to meet?
1: Well, of course, uh, I think by now you know that you know the, the unions are demanding that the members that are uh, on a level 5 um, a scale at the moment are demanding to be moved up to a level 7. But of course, we cannot just do that. There are serious financial implications. There are other implications because the members that are working at the 1011 Centre are uh, not the only members that are on a Level 5 uh, scale. We have um, uh, hundreds or thousands of members throughout the country that are on that scale. And uh, should we, uh, you know, comp- comp- uh, compromise to that demand um, or other concede to that demand uh, there, then it's going to, you know, it, it's going to be expected of us to do the same uh, for, you know, if the demand is made by other members of the organization. But we, we, we... continued with the negotiation process. As I said, we said we were going to meet them halfway, but uh, it seems that uh, what we were prepared to put on the table is not to their satisfaction.
0: So will the contingency plans that you outlined previously, will that uh, be put into place again?
1: Well, the contingency plans that we had when the strike took place uh, mid-July were never suspended. The contingency plans remained there. Um, and we, it's now, uh, being implemented and, um, it's, it, it was tried and tested then. It's proven to be very effective. So it's continuing in the same phase. Remember, the union said that they're going to embark on a strike from 1600 hours yesterday. So that's a contingency plan that we had. We started implementing it since yesterday and, uh, it's just running smoothly as the 10111 center would have been ordinarily been running uh, if the members hadn't gone on strike.
0: With regard to this um, uh, claim that the union makes that they are simply asking to be paid what others doing the same job in other government departments are being paid, is that correct? Are they correct in um, their assessment of that situation? <laughs>
1: Um, there, there are no one or triple one centres in the other government departments. So I'm not sure what the. I think they about. mean
0: uh, people working in call centres in other government departments.
1: Well, um, I don't. I don't uh, know the details of that. To be very honest with you, I just know that you know in terms of the the levels and the salary scales of our department, um, the demands that are being asked for were being negotiated, and uh, that negotiation has not stopped. Um, The the unions didn't want to accept what was uh, being negotiated, and uh, they decided to go on the strike. And we are saying that we will continue to remain committed to that negotiation process.
0: We also understand um, that people have been making hoax calls to that 10-triple-one number. Um, Is this correct? And also, how has it affected the system, the queuing system, if it is so?
1: Well, this has been a long-standing problem. I think almost every year for the last 10 to 15 years, at least once a year, we issued state, we issue statements, um, highlighting the, you know, the statistics, the number of hoax, hoax calls that are being made. There are hoax calls, mischievous calls, prank calls that are being made to the 1 Center. And some, in some instances, they even constitute 60% of the calls that are made to the 10111 Center. We highlight the, you know, the, the impact these calls have, uh, the time that's wasted. Uh, the, the potential it has to, to take our attention away from more legitimate calls, life-threatening calls. Um, so that this, is, this, this continues, and uh, we keep stressing to our communities, to parents. A lot of these calls are made by children. We ask parents to educate their children on the consequences of these calls being made. We even now are in the process of asking that um, this call, this number... Uh, be declared an emergency number. There's legislation attached to it, so that in future, if uh, you know, after this legislation is attached to this uh, emergency number, then we can take uh, criminal action against those that are that are making these uh, hoax calls and prank calls and so forth.
0: Well, we'll leave it there for now. Thank you so much, uh, Brigadier Vishnu Naidu uh, from the South African Police Services. Something has come naturally to SAFS.